The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, the journey is underway. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. It's the day after Ash Wednesday. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the commemoration of St. Polycarp. Born in about 69 AD, he was the Bishop of Smyrna, disciple of St. John the Apostle, and a friend of St. Ignatius of Antioch. He was a revered Christian leader during the first half of the second century. St. Ignatius, on his way to Rome to be martyred, visited Polycarp at Smyrna, and later at Troas wrote him a personal letter. Only one of the many letters written by Polycarp has been preserved, and that was the one he wrote to the Church of Philippi in Macedonia. At the age of 86, Polycarp was led into the crowded Smyrna Stadium to be burned alive. The flames did not harm him, and he was finally killed by a dagger. The centurion ordered the saint's body burned. St. Polycarp died in 155 A.D. St. Polycarp, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Eternal Father, I offer you everything I do this day, my work, my prayers, my apostolic efforts, my time with family and friends, my hours of relaxation, my difficulties, problems, distress, which I shall try to bear with patience. Join these, my gifts, to the unique offering which Jesus Christ, your Son, renews today in the Eucharist. Grant, I pray, that vivified by the Holy Spirit and united to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, my life this day may be of service to you and your children and help consecrate the world to you. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. And in the Gospel of today's Mass, we read Jesus himself saying, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily. And follow me. At the beginning of this season of Lent, Jesus, we want to talk to you and discover how and where we can carry our cross each day, how we're going to carry it today, right now, during this time of prayer and afterwards. And as a bit of a guide, I want to read a point from The Way by St. Jose Maria, point number 815. I think it can guide us in our prayer today. 
St. Josemaria writes, Do you really want to be a saint? Carry out the little duty of each moment. Do what you ought and concentrate on what you are doing. So he asks that question, do you really want to be a saint? And it seems from what he writes that he is assuming an affirmative response from us. Do you really want to be a saint? Yes. Carry out the little duty of each moment. Do what you ought and concentrate on what you are doing. It's a simple recipe to say and to write. It's not that long, but it can be quite a challenge to live. To do what I ought and to concentrate on what I am doing. Well, you and I, what ought we be doing right now? Praying. Jesus, help me concentrate. Help me talk to you. But that's a question we want to ask ourselves throughout the day. What ought I be doing? What does Jesus want me to, to do right now? Do I normally do what I ought? Or do I normally delay, put off, get, dis- get distracted? There's a priest who a couple years ago gave a talk, which was, um, it was, it was recorded and put on YouTube. And the priest asked the question, how do you discover your vocation? And he gave three keys. And the three keys to discovering your vocation were remaining in the state of grace and getting back in the state of grace as soon as possible if you were to commit a mortal sin. The second thing is to have a, a consistent life of prayer. And the third thing is to carry out your duties and responsibilities every day. And in his talk, the priest said, look at your to-do list or look at your calendar. And if you see that there are a lot of things that you regularly do not do from your to-do list, from your calendar, or that you're late for, then you are regularly not doing the will of God. And his point is, 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 is going to be, well, it's very hard to see one's vocation if I'm not doing the will of God most of my day, right? Makes all the sense in the world, right? But looking at our calendar, our to-do list, it's there that we can find the answer to the question, what ought I be doing? To do what I ought. It's a wonderful question to ask ourselves. Usually it's going to be very easy to find the answer. But, and we don't need to look farther than our own schedule or what our boss has asked us to do, or what a parent or a spouse has asked us to do. Right? God's will can come through those sources, and oftentimes does. And we can sometimes have great initiatives, great ideas, but they're not necessarily what I should be doing in that moment. In fact, if you're like me, um, maybe the, you know, the most ideas you get on, on, on great initiatives come when it's time to do something you don't feel like doing, but you know you have to. St. Peter, in the Gospel of St. John, chapter 13, we see St. Peter ask Jesus, Master, where are you going? And Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. And if you recall, Jesus is, this is the night of the Last Supper, this is the night of the agony in the garden, this is the night of the beginning of his passion, of his suffering. And then he'll die the next day. And so St. Peter says, Master, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. So St. Peter loves Jesus, and he wants to follow Jesus, which is very good. And he says he wants to give his life for Jesus. But Jesus says, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Yes, Peter, you will follow me, but you're going to follow me later. So even though you have a great idea on what to do now, it's not time for it. 
But St. Peter is so convinced that it's got to be done because it's, it's a good thing. It's his idea. But Jesus is saying no later. This, this can happen to us. We can have ideas, initiatives, but maybe that's not what God wants in that particular moment. Maybe what I really need to be doing is what my schedule tells me I should do or the next thing on my to-do list or if you're married, what your spouse has asked you to do. To do what we ought. And then the second part of what St. Jose Maria writes is to concentrate on what you are doing. In fact, the original is in Spanish. And he writes, Hacer lo que debes y estar en lo que haces. Do what you ought and be in what you're doing. Right? To have your head in what you're doing. Or to concentrate in what you're doing. So the first step is to do what I ought and then to put my heart and my head into it, which isn't always that easy. I remember when I was in Rome studying for the priesthood, I was very fortunate to meet Pope Benedict XVI. And there were a lot of people there. There was a long line greeting him. And each person probably had about 15 seconds there with the Pope. And so it was a long line, and the line moved pretty quickly, right? 15 seconds is not a long time. And so as I'm getting closer to my turn, I'm thinking, what am I going to say? What do I want to tell him? And I had a lot of ideas on what I wanted to tell him. Um, and when it's finally my turn, he reaches out his hand, he shakes, he shakes my hand, and he grabs my hand with both of his hands. And there was just this warmth that came from his eyes, that came from his heart, right? And he was just focused on me. He wasn't focused on anyone else. He wasn't looking at his watch because I'm sure he probably had to go someplace else at that point um, or had a lot of things to do. And he wasn't worried about who was next in line. It was just, just me. And that's what he did with each and every person for 15 seconds at a time, devoting all of, all of his intention, being all in in that particular moment. And so there was a lot of noise, there was a lot of stuff going on, and yet there he was focused on the person in front of him do what I ought, and to be in what I'm doing, to concentrate on what I'm doing. And we can, we can make an examination of conscience. We can ask Jesus, Jesus, do you see me get distracted a lot? Do you see me trying to multitask when it's not necessary to do so? And in the end, I end up doing both tasks rather poorly. Jesus, do I get distracted in my prayer with my phone or other things? Jesus, do I get distracted when I'm talking to somebody else and I should be listening to them, but I'm really thinking about something else. Or I'm talking to them on the phone, and while I'm talking to them on the phone, I'm looking at my phone, or I'm looking at a different screen and browsing, and I'm just distracted, and not really paying attention with all my effort to the person who's talking to me. We ask the Holy Spirit to give us the strength to recognize what it is we should be doing, and then to do it to do it as well as we can, whether it's our prayer, whether it's reading a book, whether it's our work, whatever it is, do what I ought and I put myself into what I'm doing. That is a wonderful way to carry the cross each day, as Jesus invites us to do. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, 
St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Sometimes you might see this abbreviated as Thursday Lent Week Zero, since we're still a few days away from the first Sunday of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Reading. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be Be gracious gracious and and bless us, us, and and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, Harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts.
Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was was your your strength and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord, he will not hide his face. Turn Turn back back to the Lord, he will will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations, You sell your own people for nothing and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword. Among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long, my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord, do Do not abandon abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? 
It is for you. We face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The Church formed at the cost of your precious blood has even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Whoever meditates on the law of the Lord will bring, bring forth much fruit at harvest time. A reading from the book of Exodus. These are the names of the sons of Israel who, accompanied by their households, migrated with Jacob into Egypt. Reuben, Simeon, Levi and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun and Benjamin, Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asher. The total number of the direct descendants of Jacob was 70. Joseph was already in Egypt. Now Joseph and all his brothers and that whole generation died. But the Israelites were fruitful and prolific. They became so numerous and strong that the land was filled with them. Then a new king who knew nothing of Joseph came to power in Egypt. He said to his subjects, Look, how numerous and powerful the Israelite people are growing, more so than we ourselves. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them to stop their increase. Otherwise, in time of war, they too may join our enemies to fight against us, and so leave our country. Accordingly, taskmasters were set over the Israelites to oppress them with forced labor. Thus they had to build for Pharaoh the supply cities of Pithom and Ramses. Yet the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. The Egyptians then dreaded the Israelites and reduced them to cruel slavery, making life bitter for them with hard work in mortar and brick and all kinds of fieldwork, the whole cruel fate of slaves. The king of Egypt told the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was called Shipra and the other Puah, when you act as midwives for the Hebrew women and see them giving birth, 
If it is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, she may live. The midways, however, feared God. They did not do as the king of Egypt had ordered them, but let the boys live. So the king summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you acted thus, allowing the boys to live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. They are robust and give birth before the midwife arrives. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives. The people too increased and grew strong. And because the midwives feared God, he built up families for them. Pharaoh then commanded all his subjects, Throw into the river every boy that is born to the Hebrews, but you may let all the girls live. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. The Lord said to Abraham, Know this for certain, your children will be exiles in a land not their own enslaved and oppressed for four hundred years. Then I will punish the nation that enslaved them. I am the Lord, your Savior and Redeemer. Then I will punish the nation that enslaved them. From a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Dear friends, at Every moment the earth is full of the mercy of God, and nature itself is a lesson for all the faithful in the worship of God. The heavens, the sea, and all that is in them bear witness to the goodness and omnipotence of their Creator, and the marvelous beauty of the elements as they obey Him demands from the intelligent creation a fitting expression of its gratitude." But with the return of that season marked out in a special way by the mystery of our redemption and of the days that lead up to the Paschal Feast, we are summoned more urgently to prepare ourselves by a purification of spirit. The special note of the Paschal Feast is this. The whole church rejoices in the forgiveness of sins. It rejoices in the forgiveness not only of those who are then reborn in holy baptism, but also of those who are already numbered among God's adopted children. Initially, men are made new by the rebirth of baptism, yet there is still required a daily renewal to repair the shortcomings of our mortal nature. And whatever degree of progress has been made, there is no one who should not be more advanced. All must therefore strive to ensure that on the day of redemption, no one may be found in the sins of his former life. Dear friends, what the Christian should be doing at all times should be done now with greater care and devotion so that the Lenten fast enjoined by the apostles may be fulfilled, not simply by the abstinence from food, but above all by the renunciation of sin. There is no more profitable practice as a companion to holy and spiritual fasting than that of almsgiving. 
This embraces, under the single name of mercy, many excellent works of devotion, so that the good intentions of all the faithful may be of equal value, even where their means are not. The love that we owe both God and man is always free from any obstacle that would prevent us from having a good intention. The angel saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. The person who shows love and compassion to those in any kind of affliction is blessed, not only with the virtue of goodwill, but also with the gift of peace. The works of mercy are innumerable. Their very variety brings this advantage to those who are true Christians, that in the manner in the matter of almsgiving, not only the rich and affluent, but also those of average means and the poor are able to play their part. Those who are unequal in their capacity to give can be equal in the love within their hearts. This time of fasting opens the gates of heaven to us. Let us welcome it and pray that That when when Easter Easter comes, comes, we we may may share the joy of the risen Lord. In all we do, let us show that we are the servants of God. That when Easter comes, we may share the joy of the risen Lord. Let us pray. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray, O Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do may always begin from you and by you be brought to completion through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-three minutes before the hour on Thursday, February 23rd, 2023, the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Today's gospel is coming right up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples that his passion is coming, but then he says, You have to pick up your own cross and carry it. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake, he will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, we should deliberately choose and plan some little mortifications, but we also need to accept the little crosses that we receive unexpectedly. 
Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself, as well as accepting the cross that we meet on our way, often unexpectedly, We must look for other little mortifications so as to keep alive the spirit of penance that God asks us for. In order to make progress in the interior life, it is a great help to have several little mortifications in mind, fixed in advance, decided on beforehand, so that we do them every day. These mortifications, intentionally sought out through love of God, will be of great value in helping us to overcome laziness, to counter that selfishness which seems ready to burst out at every moment, to beware of pride. Some will be of benefit to us in our work, having their effect on details of punctuality, order, intensity of concentration, and the care of the tools or equipment we use. Others will be aimed at enabling us to live charity better, particularly with the people we live and work with knowing how to smile although we find it hard, showing appreciation for others, facilitating their work, having consideration for them in a pleasant manner, serving them in the little things of ordinary life and never losing our temper with them. Other mortifications can be directed towards overcoming our desire for comfort, at keeping a guard over our internal and external senses, at overcoming our curiosity, We can have in mind specific mortifications at meals, in our personal appearance. They do not have to be very big things, but we do need to acquire the habit of doing them with constancy and for love of God. As the general tendency of human nature is in the direction of avoiding anything that demands effort, we must be very exacting in these matters so as not to be satisfied simply with having good intentions. At times, it will prove useful to write them down so that we can go over them in the examination of conscience or at other moments of the day so as not to forget them. Let us remember, too, that the mortifications most pleasing to God are those which have reference to charity, to the apostolate, and the faithful fulfillment of our duties. Let us tell Jesus as we finish our dialogue with him that we are prepared to follow him carrying our cross today and every day. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 minutes before the hour. We join the whole church in prayer as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful. You are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was 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 in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. At daybreak, Be merciful to me, O Lord. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully on the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, 
so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Let us us joyfully joyfully praise the Lord our God. Praise the Lord, for He is good. Sing to our God, for He is loving. To Him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars. He calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, give thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warriors' strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him, in those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, you know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken, gather together those who have been scattered, and enrich us all from the plenitude of your eternal wisdom. Let Let us us joyfully praise praise the Lord our God. A reading from 1 Kings. We are your people and your inheritance, O Lord. May your eyes be open to the petition of your servant and to the petition of your people Israel. Hear us whenever we call upon you, because you have set us apart among all the peoples of the earth for your inheritance. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And from the hunter's snare. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. If anyone wishes to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. 
Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. If anyone wishes to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me, says the Lord. God has revealed himself in Christ. Let us praise his goodness and ask him from our hearts. Remember Remember us, us, Lord, for for we are are your children. Teach us to enter more deeply into the mystery of the Church. That it may be more effective for ourselves and for the world as the sacrament of salvation. Remember Remember us, Lord, for for we we are are your children. Lover of mankind, inspire us to work for human progress. Seeking to spread your kingdom in all we do. Remember Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. May our hearts thirst for Christ, the fountain of living water. Remember Remember us, Lord, for for we we are are your children. Forgive us our sins. And direct our steps into the ways of justice and sincerity. Remember Remember us, Lord, for for we are are your children. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayer of our own hearts. Remember us, Lord, for For we are your children. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray, O Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do may always begin from you and by you be brought to completion. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. 
Hey, we're a couple of days into Lent, but you can still sign up for Father Rocky's Lenten Lessons on the Mass. They're packed with interesting facts to help you learn more about the Mass and your faith. Sign up at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. You go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.